Welcome to the Acoustic You Podcast, guys. I am your host, Cheyenne Williams, and if you are here to find the real, raw, unapologetic version of ourselves, you have came to the right place. So if you're ready, I'm ready, let's lock arms, and let's go out and change the world. Hi, loves. It's your host, Cheyenne, and... I'm so excited for you to be on this journey with us. If you are a loyal listener listening in as you usually do, hello, I love you. And if you're new, welcome to the Acoustic You family. Welcome to the sexy side of holistic healing. And on this podcast, we get real, raw, and unapologetic with all that we do, all that we love, all that we share. I get vulnerable, I get real, I get acoustically aligned, and I give you all of my juicy secrets on how to create a life that you truly desire and how to tap into the most orgasmic form of self-love. So today's episode, I want to talk about a theme that has been coming up in my world lately and this is staying in toxic patterns for security right or staying in toxic patterns out of scarcity and fear of the unknown and so many of my clients have been battling with this and I wanted to kind of share the tools that I have used to help me navigate and disrupt some of the toxic patterns that I had to break right? So, so often we are doing things out of not really knowing why we're doing them. We're kind of just doing them because it's safe. We're doing them because it's what we know is what we're comfortable, but sometimes we don't want to do them, right? We're like, I don't understand why I keep doing this one thing when I really, really desire to stop. But yet for some reason, I just always fall back into this pattern. And that is because of your good friend, the ego. So what I like to do when I explain the ego to my clients is I like to consider my ego as a child. And for me, I have two kids. I'm about to have my third one. So it's super easy for me to associate the ego and see similarities between my children and my ego. And what the ego does is your ego is a scared child. It is the version of you that loves to be comfortable. It loves to know what is going on. It only focuses on life and death situations. And if you, for whatever reason, disrupt that pattern that your ego is familiar with, it's going to freak the fuck out, right? So we all have had some type of infant in our life that we know, whether it's your own, whether it's a niece, nephew, friends, child, whoever, we've all had an infant that we know. And if you don't, like, that's okay. You can kind of pick up what I'm about to put down is that as a child, especially when they're a couple months old, when you go to drop your child off at daycare or give your child to a family member or a friend for the first time so that they can hold them, That child usually cries, right? It usually cries. It's usually like, I want my mommy. I want to go home. I want to do this. I want to do that, right? Like it has attachment issues when it leaves mom. And that's because of the simple fact of the security that it has formed with its mother. So when you are dropping your child off at daycare for the first time, of course, it's going to be like, oh my gosh, mommy's not coming back for me. She left me. She abandoned me. She did this. She did that. When in reality, like, no, mommy's going to work, 
right? It's the same thing with your ego. So if you're constantly living a life of chaos or financial difficulties or whatever, if you're living life a certain way and then one day you wake up and you're like, you know what? I actually want to change my life. I want to change my patterns. I want to change my behaviors. I want to do something new. Your ego is going to be like, wait a minute. Nope. Uh uh-uh. We can't do that. We have to go back. So subconsciously, this is when you start to self-sabotage to create those patterns and to make them reoccur. The biggest way and the biggest form that you see this happening is in domestic violent relationships. I see this all the time. I've personally have experienced this when I was in a domestic violent relationship for three years. I had tried to leave that relationship way too many times to count. I've had opportunities to actually get out of that relationship way too many times to count where I was literally home and out of the relationship and still I found my way back. And that is because that is what my ego knew. So no matter how toxic that relationship was, no matter how toxic the patterns and the behaviors were, I have associated with love during that time period of yelling, disrespect, hitting and that's how I was given attention and so when I finally after three and a half years left and really walked away my ego was self-sabotaging because when I got with Amante and he wasn't disrespectful he wasn't hitting me right he was treating me like the way I should have been treated and the way that I had desired to be treated I started to become the abuser, for lack of better words. I started to pick fights for no reason. I would tell him in the middle of arguments, like, what are you going to do? Hit me? Go ahead and hit me, right? Like all of these crazy nonsense things because that is what my ego wanted. That's how I associated love. So even though he was treating me like a freaking goddess, that's not what my ego was familiar with so my ego was like wait a minute like why is this too good to be true right now like waiting for the other shoe to drop and so what I would do is I would purposely make that other shoe drop and then it would feed into and be like see Mm, I knew he loved me he's yelling at me right now like there it is we're fighting again and it took a lot of work for me to be able to break the pattern right and that's just with that example I've had patterns where I've had to break money blocks, right? I was praised on overcoming adversity. My friends would literally tell me that I was known for eating adversities for breakfast and in my network marketing business, that was what I was known for is thriving and promoting and working, working, working and getting through the hard and overcoming the challenges and never stopping, right? And the reality is, is that That was very toxic because, yeah, I was very successful and I was promoted and I promoted really quick to the top 6% of the company. I was not healing. I was literally repressing everything. I was repressing the emotions and the abandonment of neglecting Amante during that time. I was repressing the resentment that I had towards my children for having to co-parent with my daughter's father. I was repressing my aunt's death, who literally was my best friend, by working and overcompensating in the hustle and grind. And so 
now I really had to be intentional with not creating chaos just for praise. Because if I was not being praised for overcoming adversity, I didn't feel seen. I didn't. And ultimately, I didn't feel like I was enough. And so what I'm going to share with you are the three tools that I have used and continue to use on a daily basis to rewire my brain so that I can break and overcome these limiting beliefs and toxic behaviors and how I have turned fear into my motivator. And the first tool is through meditation. Meditation, hands down, is the number one tool that I cannot live without. And I say that 100% confident. Any one of my clients who come to work with me, we do a meditation every time we have a one-on-one session. Every embodiment session, we do a guided meditation that I allow you to drop into your body because being able to mentally imagine what you desire and being able to mentally imagine what you are wanting to become will leave an imprint within your neural pathways. And there was actually a study where they took skiers and they had some skiers um, actually practicing and then they had another group of skiers just imagining the path that they were going to be Um, competing on and what they found out is through the brain scans there were similarities in the brain scans they actually had the exact same brain scans of the individuals who were imagining the path mentally and the individuals who were actually writing the path and so imagery is such a great way to reframe your mind by truly becoming and truly embodying your new identity and that is the first key and that is the main key to behavioral change is by having an identity change who do you want to become who do you desire to be and then asking yourself what are you going to do to become that person which leads me to number two Okay, so after meditation, after my imagery, daily activities, I do it every single day, I participate in breath work. Okay, I practice breath work and I actually have a signature proven breath technique that I use for my clients so that they can manifest their dream reality and their desires is by allowing their lungs to open up to the capacity of releasing their natural dmt so your body naturally produces dmt dmt is the chemical that is usually released when you are passing away right so you have individuals that are like oh my gosh i saw the light oh my gosh i saw jesus oh my gosh i saw a family member and they have all these crazy stories and that is dmt Okay, and what I do is I have created a signature program that allows you to tap into that deep psychedelic connection where your brain is functioning at almost 100% capacity, your lungs are functioning at 100% capacity, 
so that you can truly reframe your neural pathways. And when you partner that signature proven breath technique with the imagery of meditation, you have the ultimate dynamic duo. And again, I do this every single day. And then I finish those practices with number three, which is somatic body movement. So somatic body movement allows you to drop into your body and to physically release the tension of the emotions and of the triggers through dance, through rage, through punching pillows, through throwing tantrums, through whatever you feel like your body needs. I kind of just turn music on and flow to the beat of my own drum. And what that does is it allows you to bring what is being processed into your brain into your chakras so that you can have a full body embodiment and become fully expressed in your desires, in your pleasures, and in your beliefs. And this is the three-step method that I teach inside Liberated. Liberated is my signature mastermind. It is a three-month sacred supportive container where you are going to get one-on-one coaching from me as well as a group community of other self-led women who are ready to transcend into elevated limits. And so this program was truly created because of the fact that I have hidden behind my own shadows of sports and drugs and alcohols and even being a mom at one point and I was suicidal, I was lost and I craved for a life where I was capable of just being me. I knew I was meant for more, I wanted to be more and I just felt like every day was fucking Halloween where I had to wear a mask to hide my true identity and then one day I woke up, I faced the devil and I realized that I was able to heal that part of me through the breath work, through the meditation, through the body movements, and it allowed me to get comfortable with who I was. It allowed me to break the patterns of scarcity and fear, and I realized that other women felt the same way. And so I created this program to help women be radically responsible for their self-love healing but to also create orgasmic self-love in a life that truly turns them on by activating their soul to elevate their existence by rewiring their brain chemistry and this is so much more than just masturbation this is really mastering the art of breath work and ecstatic movement and feminine embodiment with my signature proven methods like the three that I just shared with you today. So if your ears are perked up and you are wanting to learn more, go to the show notes, click the link below, slide into my DMs on Instagram at underscore Cheyenne Williams, and I can't wait to see you inside this beautiful container. Doors close September 5th, and right now I have three discount coupons for 50% off for the first three women to jump inside. Spaces are limited. I want this to be a super intimate, high-level container to where I can really give you the energetic connection that is being desired. And so I hope to see you inside. 
I love you guys. One way to allow individuals to find the acoustic cue is to invite them in on this journey. So if you have a tug on your heart to share these episodes with people who you believe can learn from them or benefit from them or need to hear them, share these episodes, share the podcast, leave a review, leave a rating, and let's go impact the world one day at a time. The best way for us to give back to those that we love is to invite them to become the best versions of themselves. I hope you guys are having the most amazing day and we'll check back in later.